listen to that music. A little ominous, a little scary, a little different. It's obviously an After Dark episode, special episode of me reading stuff. The theme song's a little different. The host is exactly the same. My name's Robin O'Neill. This is me reading stuff. I'm going to read you a poem tonight. I had a lot of very kind people request that I do so, even though I pretty much... Uh, what is it called? I pretty much spoon-fed this to you. I said I wanted someone to ask me, and then people did as they were told, but I appreciate it anyway. Um, so to recap, some good things happened this week, some bad things happened this week, and on and on and on. Isn't that just how it always is? I mean, if you're paying attention? Yes. The answer to that question is yes. Uh, If I sound a little different, it is because I'm trying to be quiet, which doesn't come naturally to me. It is now 10.45. The uh, missus hit the hay about 7.15 p.m. So I'm here working, happily, mind you, but also cautious not to wake anyone up. This week, at some point, (laughs) I was very loudly singing in my studio here the uh, Rizzo solo from the movie Grease. You know, there are worse things I could do. And I was really getting into it. And I kind of knew I sounded pretty damn good. And when it was all over, I mean, I went through the entire thing, belting it out. I know all the lyrics. And my neighbors, right when I ended it, my neighbors next door started whistling and clapping really loudly, (laughs) kind of yelling out for me. Um, all of our windows were open and the walls are thin. So I gave a free concert and I loved every minute of it and they loved it as well. It sounds like I'm not even embarrassed. Um, in the last house we lived in before this one or a couple houses ago, I don't know. We moved so much recently. Um, I remember we were all packed up. I had to go first and Billy was still around the house and this old German woman who lived next door to us for that, those three years, who, honestly, I didn't really get along with. It's a long story. I'll fill you in on that another time. But she uh, pulled Billy aside and said she was really going to miss us. And she goes, in particular, I'm going to really miss hearing Robin sing every day. (laughs) And I didn't really realize I did it so loudly that the next-door neighbors would hear. I mean, here it makes sense. It's an apartment. There, we had a full yard in between the two of us and fences and stuff. So that gives you an idea of how loudly I sing. All right, let me read to you an after dark poem. There's nothing after dark about this poem. I mean, a little bit, but not not much. This is a poem by Juliana Spar. She's an American poet and critic, born in 1969, and still alive and being a badass. I first heard of Juliana from... A friend to me reading stuff, Stephanie Gehring, who I have read to you, and I'm sure I will again soon. I will put a link to her website and various other things in the description of this podcast. Everyone I know who I've introduced Stephanie's poetry to has become obsessed with her work. So you won't be alone in that. Or wait... (laughs) You'll be one of the many. And then recently, my friend D.W., who I've also mentioned on here, uh, sent me a piece that Juliana Spar worked on with Joshua Clover called Hashtag Misanthropocene 24 Theses. 
and we still need to have a con- conversation about that, but that was just so recently. And then this poem um, kind of stood out to me for other reasons. And here I go reading it to you all. This was first published in, uh, I think, where was it? 1996 from Green Integer from a book called Response. This poem is called Thrashing Seems Crazy. This is true. A man in an alley grabbed my arm. This is true. Someone called me and left the phone dangling at the post office. This is true. A man stalked me. Someone tells a story. Someone tells a story to another person. Another person says, I don't believe this. Someone tells the story again in an attempt to convince. Someone tells. As disbelief is easy, belief is difficult, supported by constraint. But a woman knows a man stalked her, knows this is true. A woman knows her own address, her own body, her lost domain, her desires, her confusions. Someone tells a story. There are things people can do to themselves. They are leave Molotov cocktail on own yard, set fire to own house, leave a glass of urine on own porch, leave envelope of feces outside own door, send a butcher knife to self at work, send letter to health department that self is spreading VD, stab own back. Someone tells this story says this is true. Self turns on self. The knife enters at a point that the self could not have reached but did. Someone tells and then repeats, and she stalks herself several times to convince. Someone tries to enter into the information, to pass words back and forth that have meaning, fails, resorts to, this is true. This is true. A woman calls her stalker the poet. This is true. A woman describes a stalker in terms that describe herself. This is true. A woman stalked herself to kill herself. This is true. A woman is at times a man. When a fish is hooked, other fish don't see the hook. Thrashing seems crazy. The hook could be the branding of a woman at a young age by a man or an older male neighbor spending too much time with a child or the boring nature of life. In the story, the hook is the artist's rendering of the stalker as described by the woman. It is the woman in a man's face. She does not know this man. Thrashing seems crazy. Later, she realizes it is herself, her knife, her hook, her own face. She was always drawing male. This is true, as thrashing is not crazy when one is on the hook. I mean, get out of town, Juliana Spar. You are incredible. This is an incredible poem. Now, as a little fun 
hook to this episode, I want you guys, I'm going to give you the link to poetryfoundation.com to this poem. And at the bottom, I want you to read the note and find out what inspired this poem because it's pretty incredible. And there's just a one sentence note right at the end of the poem that I'm going to leave to you to discover for yourself. That's the fun in the after dark. There's always something. There's always something crazy. I also wanted to say thank you to everyone, including Stephanie and DW. They both happened to tell me they did want an after dark podcast, along with all of you guys who said the same. And thank you for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in and subscribing and writing reviews when you feel like it. For those of you that didn't enjoy this, I apologize. I'll make it up to you at some later date. The other thing I wanted to say was I wanted to thank my friend Tommy Donovan, who has helped me in a lot of different ways. And he's an amazing artist who provided the artwork for the After Dark podcast, which I'm going to premiere tonight when I post this episode. He did that out of the kindness of his own heart. I didn't even ask him to. And I absolutely love it. The photo is from when I packed up all of my dumb stuff that I bought at a Walmart in Wichita and needed to send it home when I was there for two weeks. So, you know, I came with a suitcase and bought all this stuff like robes, slippers, stuffed animals. I don't even know what. A whole box of saltines, I remember. So I didn't want to waste them and I wanted to keep the soft goods. (laughs) So I had to send them home. So you'll see a photo of me with a bag Looks like I'm carrying a dead body, but I'm not. All right, you guys, that's all I've got. I love you all. Thank you so much for listening, and thanks for your feedback. Have a good rest of your weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday morning. Night-night.